0: Thanks for listening to the One Voice Podcast. It's a safe place for conversation on relevant topics with real life stories to encourage and inspire you along life's journey of healing from sexual abuse. I'm Mary O'Brien, and now Nicole Braddock-Bromley.
1: Ah, oh, It's so good to be back here in the new year. We have another wonderful guest with us. I just love, Mary, how many guests that we have that just, just such a wide range of topics, but so many just for survivors, it matters.
0: I think there's so many areas to dive into. Um, And Nicole, because of who you are and your platform and the gift that is you, um, I'm so grateful that we have so many resources to tap into. So thank you for the work that you've done for so many years and you (laughs) are always willing to show up and do it. So thank you um, for getting us into this new year. (laughs)
1: absolutely thanks for saying that in good grief we all know none of this would happen (laughs) if you weren't behind the scenes making it happen so thank you for that (laughs) well today we have a a really neat guest with us from the uk her name is jenny del reeve and jenny i just would love to introduce you to our listeners um but i think it might be better coming from you give us a little bit of your current day background what you're up to and then we'll dive in a little bit later to some of what brought you to this place?
2: Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. Um, absolutely honoured to be here. So I'm Jenny. I'm a, a life coach and a holistic health coach. And together with my lovely husband, Duncan, we help women all over the world who've experienced trauma, reverse pelvic organ prolapse, get back to feeling unshakable, which is the name of our company,
1: Mm-hmm. and return to an active lifestyle mm, that's lame. So, yeah, yeah and this obviously comes from personal experience you're one of i think the heroes in this world people who experience something hard figure out a way out of it and then give back to people behind you that's exactly what you've been doing on your specific topic of pelvic or organ prolapse so please tell us a little bit about your journey i mean that obviously doesn't sound like a fun thing to have gone through so, so. <laughs> please just unpack a little bit for for us I think honestly a lot of people don't even know what that is
2: yeah so yeah I'll talk about my story a little bit first and then in there I'll explain what pelvic organ prolapse actually is Excellent. um it's really common that's a crazy thing when I'd actually mm. healed I didn't realize that 50% of women you know and it's increasing suffer from this as well so you know it, it really is a thing Wow. But yeah, you know, my story is I was um 42 when we had our second child, a mm-hmm. lovely little boy, Luca. And um I've always been really active. So lifting, you know, has always been my thing.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: obviously I was I was abused as a child, age seven, you know, mm-hmm. by family members, different people. And mm-hmm. you know, getting into weight training and sport, that was my first sort of outlet, you know, for the rage. Yeah. At no, age we not...
1: Yeah, we know. Yeah, you get it, right? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I'll never forget. You know that that first feeling of, if you know what it feels like, chalky hands on a barbell and feeling like, yeah, I'm in control. <laughs> <laughs> right? mm-hmm. So, so when I discovered I had three really serious, dramatic—that was how it's described to me—prolapses and was told, you know, by a by a really well-known urogynecologist that you will never exercise again. You will never heal you will never lift again from now on your life is limited you know I was completely devastated Wow. yeah and not only that I'd also been a coach along with my husband for two decades helping people heal cancer and all kinds of things pelvic floor work as well you know before I got this so I went into also that full shame imposter syndrome you know what I mean as in okay. how I got this I'm a practitioner you know what I mean and then there was this sort of feeling of I can't practice anymore I clearly don't know what I'm doing mm. so it was it was yeah it was one of the worst things I've ever been through to be honest with you
1: mm. yeah. and so from there you just began your own research
2: yeah so um being the A-type person I like to call myself an A-type in recovery nowadays <laughs> mm. <Okay. laughs> but being- <laughs> being that a type personality um i'll try not to use any you know profanity on here but when as soon as that you can you can oh i can i (laughs) I forgot to ask you if i drop a few f-bombs is it okay we'll just throw an
1: e on it (laughs) okay
2: cool so but yeah you know as soon as that lovely uh male gynecologist you know your gynecologist told me that i literally came out of that office and i said to my husband that we're fixing this we're healing this we're figuring this out um and you know and if we can do this we're going to help all the other all the other women there with this you know to help all the other women in the world with this and um for those of you who don't know what pelvic organ prolapse is it's literally a pressure system where essentially all of your organs collapse you know your bladder your bowel sometimes your intestines your uterus your urethra and they just push into the vaginal canal so so it literally feels like you're sitting on a golf ball or you've got a tampon in there all the time and I had what's known as a grade three so my you know my organs were literally at the entrance so you can feel them you know sort of sliding around I mean it is the worst feeling I can't tell you You know Um, it's it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. And it's it's a real shock because you've got a brand new baby. I had a brand new baby and a three-year-old at the time. We just moved house as well from Switzerland. You know, we were also had a huge financial disaster at the same time. And it was that situation of really, I mean, can things get any worse here? Mm. <laughs> but the really great thing, of course, now it's great looking back, um, is that I always knew that your emotions manifest or, you know, create in the physical body. I always knew that. Mm, So so despite being horrified and thinking, how can I, you know, have, have created this? Obviously, when I say created, I don't mean on purpose ever. But how did I let this happen in my body? I did know that there would be a way to heal because I'd watched people heal. I'd watched clients heal cancer, you know, gross sections of their thyroid back, all kinds of wild things. Wow. So, so I knew anything was possible, but what I did hope. Yeah. But the really missing big missing piece for me was that I'd, you know, thought I was over all of the abuse. I used to lecture on it. You know, I could talk about it freely. For me, it wasn't a big deal. So for me, this big mystery was Mm. what have I been missing all this time? Yeah.
1: Because you're going through life feeling like, wow, I've done my work in my healing journey. And like, why is this thing coming up out of nowhere? And why is it manifesting in my body? Almost like it has its own voice. Yeah, 100%. Mm.
2: And so when I figured that out, it blew my mind. Obviously, I'll share what that is with everybody. That blew my mind. And then when I dealt with that pattern that was going Mm. on, Mm. my body just fully healed itself. Um,
1: Wow.
2: And it was really nice to go back to that (laughs) urogynecology I
1: bet
2: (laughs) you know that was a really great moment actually Mm -hmm. yeah um um, so what what I figured out and I've just coined it the vulnerability to defensiveness cycle so so what I figured out was that vulnerability
1: to defensiveness cycle okay yeah
2: yeah so that's what I've called it it's just kind of a, a name I've given it so yeah yeah and what I figured out was that yes I've got over the actual experience of the trauma, you know, thing that happened to me as a child, those events, but the pattern, that feeling of, okay, planet earth, what I like to call the wild, wild west of planet earth (laughs) is Mm. not a safe place, you know, and I'm on high alert here. You know, my parents aren't safe. My environment's not safe. When I go to my Mm. grandparents, this other weird thing happened, like, Whoa, like I'm Mm. on my own here and I've got to figure this out. Right. Yeah. And, and I did not realize that that pattern was playing out in every single area of my life,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: every single area. So we lived um, in the Alps and we used to have these huge windows, you know, overlooking the Mont Blanc, the mountains, and mm. it would start to get dark. And I would say to my husband, Duncan, yeah, Laura, right, come on, let's stop, you know, closing the shutters because there are shutters over there. Putting them down, he'd be like, whoa, I mean, can we just not like enjoy the sunset a bit?"
0: But but, but I didn't realize,
2: right, that as soon as it got dark, I'd go into this feeling of I need to lock the doors, I need to shut this house down. What
1: a metaphor here. Okay, keep going.
2: (laughs) And that was so normal. I'm sure you guys can relate to this. It was so normal to me, such a past something I'd always, I didn't even know that other people don't have this. Right. And I was I was out running with a, a really good friend of mine who's used to run sort of, I know, kind of crazy, but 5 a.m. in the mountains. And uh, I said oh, wow. to her, are you ever afraid, you know, that you'll be attacked? And she <laughs> just looked at me and she said, no. And I was like, what? Really? She's like, no, I never think that. I was like, well, what are you thinking then? And she's like, "Uh." (laughs) what else could you be thinking? Exactly, right? (laughs) And I had this moment of like, oh my goodness. And she said, Well, I'm thinking about how beautiful the view is, how much I love hanging out with you, like exercising my body. She's like, Are you not thinking that? I was like, no. I'm like (laughs) sorry, this is dark, and what the heck could jump out Mm -hmm. of the woods here, right?
0: Scanning, scanning, scanning. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: That defensiveness, you know, that high alert, whatever you call it, fight or flight mode, right?
1: Yeah, and, hypervigilance.
2: Um, mm-hmm. This was just normal to me. And then an even more shocking thing happened. We used to, I don't know if you've heard of, you know, French markets, but they are amazing. You know, everyone goes and buys their food every Saturday. Mm. It's just gorgeous. And we would always visit this lovely woman with all this organic food, so positive. And then this one day she said to me, Uh, our daughter at the time was really young and she said you know you really need to be careful with um really beautiful blonde blue-eyed babies like that because you know people take them and I was like what am I manifesting now like this is extreme Mm -mm. you know because it's that vulnerability that I'm not safe I'm not in control of my own experience on planet earth and bad things can happen to me and I knew better than that I mean I I taught manifesting you know for years I taught you create your own and I was like, wow, I have this pattern going on like crazy in all areas of my life and in money and everything. Hmm. And um, you know, I'm 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 not re- religious, but one of my friends said to me, she said, you know, she is religious, so I think she can get away with saying this, but she said, you know, Jenny, that was a real come to Jesus moment when you realized yeah. that that you had that going on. And I realized, wow, if I can change that pattern and bring it up to a feeling of security within myself Mm -hmm. I know my body's gonna heal
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah it's a game changer Mm. yeah so what were um, your steps to get there
2: yeah so um Duncan and I my husband and I we went on a um a bit of a sort of (laughs) trek around the planet so I'd always follow people like Esther Hicks Joe Dispenza Zig Ziglar Bob Proctor Bob Proctor you know these uh, the law of attraction gurus, I'd always looked into Buddhism. So I actually already knew, you know, a lot of the techniques, how to move up an emotional scale, how to, how to authentically, you know, shift the thought, not just going from where I was at in fear and vulnerability a lot of the time to like the, you know, the highest, most positive thought that never worked for me. Mm. So I created using all of their work and their permission Basically, a whole bunch of processes to to slowly rainbow bridge my thoughts and my emotions using what I knew about the universe, you know, how things create in the physical body. And I essentially, you know, took my mind and my emotions to a place of security. It took nine months. You know, it didn't happen overnight. Of course. And, mm-hmm. and then my lovely husband, we, um, you know, we worked with a physician in um Africa who was really understanding a lot about the fascia and birthing you know naturally out there and my husband worked with a a really amazing French osteopath who taught him taught him a a really cool technique Uh, it's like a low pressure breathing technique that just naturally lifts the fascia I'll explain what fascia is in a moment but the fascia underneath the pelvic organs Mm. we just tied it all together with a whole bunch of diet and lifestyle you know protocols put it all together so that so that I could fully believe, well, like, all the bases are covered here, you know, my body will heal. Mm. And and yeah, within nine months, everything healed. And to celebrate, I know I'm gonna sound completely nuts, but, but to celebrate, <laughs> I said I said to my husband, Duncan, you know, he used to me. I said, I think we need to do something really full on to celebrate this and also to show the world that you're not limited once you've healed. And he looked at me like, what what do you have in mind? I was like, I'm going to compete in a strong woman competition. Oh, "Oh, really? You know, and so, uh, yeah, I trained with this amazing coach and, um, yeah, I managed to come fifth. I think there are about 20, 25 people, something like that, a local amateur competition. But, yeah, I was able to do an eight hour competition, you know, lifting an Atlas stone. I think it was 25 times weighing eight kilos. I'm not sure what that is in pounds. Sorry.
1: Wow. Carrying
2: loads of up to probably it would be in pounds, about 300 pounds. And I had zero consequence, you know, I think a lot of people oh. think I'm lying about that because the belief on the different. planet you see is once you've healed, you'll always be limited. You'll always be a little bit vulnerable. You know, you, you'll mm. the pelvic floor, yeah, yeah well, you'll be all right, but it won't handle that, you know?
1: Yeah, right, right. Right.
2: But I wanted right. to show the world, I wanted to help women and show them that mm. when, when you've truly healed from the inside, yeah with your consciousness with your emotions and you've truly moved from that vulnerable place to feeling secure Mm -hmm. you would never create anything in your body ever again you know nothing significant Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. so yeah I do CrossFit now five times a week no problems never Mm -hmm. had a in five years never had a setback nothing
1: wow so do you keep up then with the of regimen that you've created or was that a nine month thing and then you're just good and then you live your life normal
2: great question i personally it wouldn't it be nice if you sort of did the work and then you could hang this sort of certificate on the wall and you're done (laughs) right yeah
1: yes and then go lift a semi-truck yeah i mean yeah exactly that sounds awesome (laughs) no no every day (laughs) okay Sorry. yeah yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's part of the work too. I mean, even just yeah. when you talk about therapy and just that healing's a lifelong journey, like, you mm-hmm. know, we have to have maintenance sessions and, and make sure that, you know, we're being mindful here or continuing yeah. to set boundaries here. And, you know, I yeah. just think that's important too, with what you're talking about with the, the diet and just all the little parts to this that mattered. Um, yeah. yeah. So please, share more
2: (laughs) yeah of course yeah i would say it's definitely more maintenance so yeah yeah i what i say to you know the the women in our program and our clients is that you know on planet earth there will always be negative things you know when Mm -hmm. we're never gonna in my humble opinion the world is always progressing always it's only so many years ago that you know because of your skin color you we were segregated right so things are improving i -hmm. believe vibrationally but mm-hmm. there will always be wars. There will always be people abusing other people. You know, that that is never going to go away, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, so I think that you you do need some kind of practice, whatever that is for you, to manage your thoughts and your emotions as you move through life. Because you can't move through life without any challenge whatsoever. It's, it's never going to be that way. I used to really hope it would. I thought I would reach this place great. I'd stay there forever. (laughs) But, but what I would say is that your recovery through what I call, I call it contrast, you know, through the Mm -hmm. challenges, your recovery is far quicker. And I think, well, for me personally, I'm no longer so dramatic. I used to be very dramatic, understandably, you know, when things came along because I was in that defensiveness pattern. Okay. Whereas I feel now I can, of course, I still feel the negativity of it because I do believe you need a certain amount of negativity in life to expand. You know, mm-hmm. we can't all be in joy 24-7 or what's mm-hmm. the point in even being in the physical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel for me the recovery is really fast and mm-hmm. and I have a complete different perspective so it doesn't create in my body anymore, mm-hmm. which is a really cool thing.
1: Mm. Yeah. So would you say, you know, that the hypervigilance even has um, become somewhat um, less of a nuisance in your life? Like, or is that sort of still there? But like the physical things that you have done to change things in your body has made the biggest difference.
2: No, that's completely and utterly 100% gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy to say that. And I didn't actually know if I'd ever be able to say that. It's it's taken time. So nine months I healed the body and it was, I would say, something like 50% less. But as time's gone on, it's gone. You know, we we, we do wow. sort of free parenting with our kids. They're only six and nine and we home- homeschool them. And, you know, that's just the way we choose to do it. So sometimes <laughs> they are up at crazy o'clock. You know, sometimes <laughs> my little boy, he's he's five and he'll be like, oh, can we go to the skate park? And it'll be sort of like midnight before i would not have been able to take him because i would have been too afraid to stand there in the pitch black and it's floodlit you know with him and and i don't even think about that stuff anymore i stand there in the middle of woods or the pitch black with him and i the other night i was out with him and i was just looking at the moon and thinking how beautiful it is and i dawned on myself (laughs) dawned on me it dawned on me wow i don't have that thing
1: anymore yeah yeah
2: so i don't feel unsafe in the world and i would say It's also because I tapped a lot um, into consciousness and and who I believe we really are.
1: Okay, I just wanted to pause a moment to tell you about this community called Unleash that we keep referring to. If it sounds like a secret club, that's because... It is. But if you're a survivor of childhood sexual abuse or sexual abuse or sexual trauma of any kind, you are personally invited. Unleash is an eight week e course. It features films, storytelling, personal contemplation exercises, and my favorite part a safe online space where we meet virtually in small support group settings led by myself and other trauma experts where We openly discuss this lifelong journey of healing from sexual abuse. It's kind of like a book club, but like a really precious one, (laughs) a place where questions are welcome and your story as much as you feel comfortable sharing is safe. Maybe you've experienced some healing, but you long to be unleashed. I hope you'll consider joining us. Each group is limited to eight survivors. So head over to our registration page now and grab a seat. The website is IamOneVoice.org slash unleash. And by the way, if you aren't interested in the support group part, but you want to just work through the videos and the ebook content at your own pace, we have that option too. It's right there on the website as well. This road of healing can feel pretty long, but we don't have to walk it alone. That's why we're here. And I hope you'll join us at one of our upcoming groups. More info at imonevoice.org slash unleash. Tell me more about that. I think that's really important for our listeners to hear. Like, There can be some really dramatic changes when it comes to the work that you put in and how it affects your daily life obviously yeah. triggers will still come up. I'm yeah, sure that there I'm are moments so. for you. Yes. Yeah. But you're able to sort of like navigate them a little bit more calmly, maybe more confidently. Um, you're, you're, you're stepping into, and I expect you're going to talk about this a little bit, but your full self, you know, even when I think yeah. about like internal family systems, like the capital S self, like you are, you're yeah. not now working out of the protector or the exile, like, no. you are you. And, and now you feel more confident going through life and life's hard. And and as it comes, you're able to confidently. So talk a little bit more about the consciousness. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, there's lots of different ways to explain this. And please don't think mm-hmm. for a second that the way I explain it is, you know, it, it's just my interpretation of it. I yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah. And
1: okay. that's a very important part of our podcast is everybody has their own journey. And we yeah. want to celebrate that what you share today will really resonate with many listeners. And it might not with others, but it's still yeah. important for them to hear what it yeah. might be like for someone to experience it in this way. I think we all yeah. need to hear the stories of others just to understand the whole um extent of how abuse yeah. kind of impacts our life and also the the amazing beauty of how many different kinds of healing journeys there can be. So please we we yeah. definitely want to hear um your your experience here. Cool. Important. Yeah, thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I realized through you know a lot of meditation, contemplation and through experiences like this, you know, it's only when you get yourself rock bottom, right, that you actually really figure out what's going on here. <laughs> And um, I came to realize the way I would explain it is that, you know, we're a fragment of the whole consciousness. Some people might call that God. Some people might call that Buddha, the universe, whatever you'd like to call it, you know, Mm -hmm. within the whole. And so I quickly started to realize that I just had this feeling of I'm not on my own in this. And And you could maybe call that intuition or knowing, yeah, and mm-hmm. and I just found a way to really tap into that. And the better I felt, you know, the less sort of um vulnerable I felt and the more confident I felt, I just felt like, wow, I'm bringing my consciousness, I'm bringing my soul, my inner being, whatever you'd like to call it, the larger part of me with me on this journey. And I knew through quantum physics there's different ways of explaining it, but I knew through quantum physics, that there was a healed, not just physically, but emotionally healed version of me in vibrational reality. I knew it and I saw it in meditation one day. Mm -hmm. And I had this really wild, wild, wild experience that I'll I'll share with you. And not all meditations like this, by the way, I don't want anyone to think like I'm some kind of, you know, justic waving, right? It was like, they happen now and again, but most of the time my mind's thinking about shopping lists and I'm trying to bring it to the present (laughs) moment, right? Let's get real, Okay. (laughs) But this moment was a moment, <laughs> okay? And um, I was sitting in meditation, really relaxing. My kids were asleep, so that was helpful. Yeah. And um, I sort of saw and sensed my uncle. So my uncle who'd, who'd abused me when I was younger, and he was still living, right? He At this time, he's not now, but he was still living.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I saw him in the room in my mind or, you know, his energy, right? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, these words he said to me, I'll never forget them. He said, I'm so sorry that I did that to you. I'm really sorry. But you wanted, um, I'm really careful how I say this um, because I don't want people to sort of think we do things on purpose. But he said to me, you know, you wanted to come into this lifetime with a really rough start in the beginning. So that you, you, you he said, so that you couldn't rely on okay, had very violent parents as well. So, that you couldn't rely on anybody other than you and you, because you were going to help people in the world. You know, that was what you wanted to do. So, you had to figure it out for you. The, The only place you could go to was you and your own consciousness. And, you know, he said to me, that's why we created this together. And take those words however you will. But all I will say is that all of it, just lifted off me in that moment and it and it wasn't about forgiveness because sometimes thinking forgiveness you're almost bringing the problem in with it you're trying to forgive something or feel positive about something and act that how are you ever going to feel positive about that i mean let's face it right right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but there was a greater knowing about it and the way i've always been able to connect with people and help mm-hmm. people which is one of my greatest joys you know for sure, I would never have been able to do that without the experiences I'd had. So mm-hmm. it, it just became this sort of this knowing that mm-hmm. nothing had gone wrong. It was awful. I'm not saying for a second it wasn't terrible. I'm not doing spiritual bypassing and saying, "Oh yeah, it's all wonderful." It was terrible. It was it was awful. All of it. Yes. Yeah. But that it it really gave me. I think when you get to those points in your life, it's like a prolapse. is, is, is similar you can't exercise your way out of something like that same with abuse you you can try right I gave it a good go you can't diet your way out of it all you have Mm -hmm. is your own inner love your own who you really are it's it's almost like you bring yourself to a point where you have to figure that out Mm -hmm. or you will spend your whole life you know potentially in trauma which is what I was told you know I was told by 14 psychiatrists psychologists you will never get all over this you will always live with this you know you you mm-hmm. might feel better but you'll live with it and me being the person i am i was like no i'm not accepting that
1: mm-hmm. and
2: they were like okay mrs a type off you go
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but
2: mm-hmm. um i really feel like have so i don't mean that i've lost the memory of it or i'm not in touch with it but i feel right. at I guess at peace with it, but maybe even more, I feel a lot of joy in my life and I feel Mm -hmm. a lot of acceptance around it and kind of, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I know it's sometimes hard for some people to hear, but I I wouldn't say I'm glad it happened, but I appreciate what it brought.
1: Yeah, I hear you with that. And I appreciate you saying that. I think it's Mm -hmm. really interesting to me how we each individually, if we're willing to be curious enough Mm -hmm. and open, um, at the same time, holding compassion for ourselves, how we can experience a profound moment with ourselves and with our younger self, um, that no one else can say, "Mm, that doesn't make sense. Or, you know, someone could be listening and be like, Ooh, that doesn't sound right for me. Like that, yeah. I wouldn't do well with that but for you it was exactly mm-hmm. what you needed and we know yeah. that because the fruit of it is your peace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um versus for somebody else they would need a different kind of an experience and that's what yeah. they can also receive. By being curious and, and for some, it may, you know, we've talked with other people on this podcast about, you know, for some, it may be an experience with a higher power with God, with Jesus, with your current version, um, your today's age, um, meeting, having an experience meeting your younger self. I mean, there's so many ways Mm -hmm. and we're all made so differently that like, it's almost like we can get what we need from ourselves. And yeah. that's what I'm hearing from your story, yeah. Jenny. Yeah,
2: it, it's a hundred percent that. And you know, the really wild thing is um, when I shared this story um, with a relative, she told me, and I didn't remember this, that mm-hmm. I had I had been scared in my bedroom one day. How crazy is this? <laughs> and I had said, "Oh, a lady in a um, green top came to me." and hugged me and told me everything was going to be all right and I that's that color top was the top I was wearing that day I had that experience
1: whoa wow So you almost tucked that away and that like didn't make sense to you that day but no. how much longer was it when you then had the experience like what was the time between
2: yeah so oh so I mean the experience my the relative told me I told her that when I was you know seven so free. just recently after it first happened I told her that age seven but <gasps> then I'd had the, the when this moment happened to me you know I was well 41
1: oh my gosh I thought you're gonna say seven months <laughs> between like that's no, a no. lifetime that's half of a lifetime oh wow that's very powerful that very so I think in
2: that accepting moment i was with my whatever you want to call it i mean you know i personally don't believe we're on a straight line here you know we're getting into, into some deep quantum physics here but i believe time wraps around itself so i think i was kind of- experiencing myself in different moments at that same time so yeah. as i had that re- that release the younger part of me mm-hmm. also had that release because apparently i told my uh this relative at that age that young age um she told me everything's gonna be okay it'll be really rough but when i get older it'll work out really well and mm-hmm. this relative didn't know what had happened she was like oh, uh, okay <laughs> you know so she told obviously told me that years later so mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah well it's it's very obvious that you've done this work of like on different levels and you know of your life like combining the mental the emotional yeah. the spiritual the physical yeah. in order to find the healing that you were needing and not just the emotional healing not even just the trauma healing but also a yeah. physical manifestation of trauma big t trauma yeah and that yeah. that is really that's really cool yeah yeah it's
2: yeah it's awesome and you and you know I think, you know, someone said to me the other day, actually, when they were interviewing me, they said, why do you think we're on planet Earth? And I said, well, we're creators, you know, it's not always going to be about joy, but we're here to create, you know, take the hit of the contrast, the expansion, the challenge, know what we don't want, figure out what we do want and then create. And it will always be like that. Um, And I think when you, the really cool thing about healing something like that in your body, when you know, like, you know, like, you know you did it with your own mind and your consciousness yes you did my husband teaches um hyperpressives and fascial work and yes we did dietary stuff and but when you know you really did it with your own consciousness and you know like you know like you know that's why we called the company our company unshakable you because you do feel unshakable you feel like wow well if i can do that what else can i do here on- yeah. <laughs> you know right. And it sets yeah. a fire within you. And I love nothing more than to see, you know, women, we help heal. I always say to them when I first interview them, because we interview everyone, you know, to potentially come on our programs. And I always say to them, well, when you heal, and they look at me like, oh, that's very of old. I like it's <laughs> in vibrational reality. And when I say, when you heal, what are you going to do with that? That confidence, mm. that, and it's it's not a rash confidence. You know, it's a, it's a quiet, subtle, knowing confidence where you feel, good in your own skin on planet earth and I so what are you mm. going to do with that and the answer mostly is I don't know because I've never felt like that
1: yeah or even thought it was possible for many trauma survivors it's hard to grasp yeah. that yeah mm. absolutely so unshakable you really focuses mm. mostly on the physical then is that kind of where like you begin because I almost yeah. said oh you only work with women it's <laughs> like oh well duh because <laughs> You know, because well, there's yeah. so much to the trauma healing yeah. that you're talking yeah. about. It's not just yeah. about the pelvic organ prolapse, but yeah. that's, that's where people are coming to you. That's the, yeah. the, the presenting problem is typically the women who are experiencing that. So do you start out then? Is it, cause I want to give, um, listeners yeah, sure. just an idea of sort of what you're doing, you know, yeah. practically someone reaches out to you and is like, Hey, I would yeah. like some help. Where do you start? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So first of all, I'll just go back a little bit and explain, you know, we, we really did decide to niche in in me, essentially, because I think I personally feel that if you've been through a health issue yourself, you know, inside out, yeah. you know, and, and you can really help people in such a detailed way. And my husband went through it with me as well, you know, so did our mm. kids. You know, we were in the park the other day and someone said, oh, what do mommy and daddy do that? They can be out in the park with you guys at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And my mm-hmm. little boy just said, vaginas. Was no like, oh, way. I was like, no. whoa, can I just That's explain what they here a second what we actually do?
0: Okay. You're like, there's a little more to that story. Um, Take yeah. a seat. Do you have a moment? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. How long have you got? <laughs> so,
0: Hopefully longer know, than one word.
2: right they remember Duncan us doing this work the emotional him shining a light up there you know and to see how things are working they know this work intimately you know part of me was like is this okay but they've actually got an amazing very cool natural thing about the female body you know it's not Mm -hmm. the way I grew up with it all shrouded in shame and not talked Mm -hmm. about and all that stuff that you didn't say yeah they've got a very (laughs) healthy attitude to it but (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah that was pretty funny but yeah, we we decided to niche in um, prolapse. And I, I always joke, you know, I say to my husband, wow, you know, if we'd wandered around planet Earth and said, hey, come and learn with us all about consciousness and how to connect with who you really are. No one would have shown up <laughs> yeah. because they haven't got the time. It's boring. But as soon as I had conveniently got the prolapse. Now, you, you said it so beautifully, Nicole yes they're coming to heal their body of course that's what they're highly motivated about because they can't do the things they want to do and they feel terrible but what they actually get yeah they learn who they really are and how to feel stable emotionally spiritually mentally physically so Mm -hmm. what we actually do is we take them on a journey um 50 on the physical body showing them how to breathe correctly align the posture you know clean up their digestive system because from stress and vulnerability they've got all kinds of digestive things going on mm. um so we do all of that physical work and then alongside we do all of the emotional work um and we take them yeah from where they're at feeling limited vulnerable unsafe in the world with a prolapse to a fully healed body and we say um, most people by the time they've healed They're 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 out of that vulnerability to defensiveness cycle. I would say, obviously, can't be exact, but around about fifty percent. So you know, it's fifty percent less, and it's really crazy because people are heal in on average four and a half half months, which blows Mm. my mind way faster than me, (laughs) which is a good thing. um wow. and then of course they continue on for the rest of their life to work on their emotions and that cycle of understanding but yeah their body most people are asymptomatic in mm. i would say six weeks you know the, the problem's still there but because they're no longer charging it all up with the emotions and the focus there most people yeah are not symptomatic within six weeks which then it's so much easier to heal because the focus isn't there all day long mm. um,
1: that is incredible Because having a prolapse
2: is anybody who has it will relate to this, or actually anything with any anyone with anything going on their body in their body will relate to this. It's almost like you develop an obsessive compulsive disorder around it
0: Mm -hmm.
2: because you, with the best will in the world, you know you've got something attention grabbing in your body kicking off and talking to you all day long, and when it's in the most intimate part of your body, because you get this horrible feeling with a prolapse if you. I remember when I used to change um, our kids diapers on the floor, when you lean back into that position to grab whatever you need to grab, everything slides forward. It's the most horrific sensation. It feels like your entire organs are going to fall out of your body.
1: Oh my
0: gosh. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have told you guys this. Now oh, it's, it's just, so... I can't even imagine. Yeah.
1: Me either. I've been doing Kegels this whole podcast
0: and I'm just thinking... I'm just holding my breath and squeezing everything really? like
1: oh I can't stay put. and yeah. 50% of women I it's had no idea as well. yeah
2: as young mm. as 30 it's not I thought it was um something that all the women experienced post-menopause obviously I had uh, my kids much later but no I mean as if young as 30 you know um mm. But yeah, so it becomes mm. this really attention-grabbing mm. reality. And of course, you yeah. become completely obsessed with it. So mm. practically, because you asked a great question, what do you have to do? You you have to, we we teach people how to manifest and move your mind and your emotions authentically. So move your mind and your emotions authentically around a really attention-grabbing current reality.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's that's the that's the skill that you learn. And that's not an easy thing to do. It takes time. Yeah.
1: Wow. What a lifeline you're throwing women. Gosh, I'm just really grateful for how your own healing paired with your passion for other people to find yeah. healing has just enabled you to create such an important program. Um, and I mean, you're offering this for women all around the world.
0: Yeah.
2: It's it's, it's a modular online program, but we, um because we both love to coach, we coach um twice a week in the group uh, okay. so we we hand hold everybody through the process you know we coach people through you know yeah. when they're trying to process that they're stuck with etc and we have a Facebook group so it was always our dream okay. we're not going to throw this program up you know and not help people through the process because it's not easy mm-hmm. you know yeah, they, you're they
1: present need. you're real yeah. time with people that's great yeah. So please let let us know let listeners know like where can they find information how would they yeah. begin you know if yeah I'm sure that people are listening and relating and shaking their heads and like oh my gosh like this sounds like something I should do but like there's fear there there's a lot of fear yeah. to step yeah. into something like that so maybe even speak a little bit to that if you wouldn't mind
2: yeah you know it's so interesting because we because we've got to protect you know our mm-hmm. community and if somebody's not ready for this information mm-hmm. they're not ready for it and it would be awful for them to come into the program and hear some things we talk about and think we're completely nuts right okay. so yeah. we we do interview every single applicant to make sure it's right okay. for them and they're right for our community but it's, it's so yeah and it's so interesting whenever I interview somebody and they're hesitant they will often say ah oh, you know it, it, it's about the price because this is not a three dollar investment you know our program they have lifetime access so they can have coaching for a lifetime wow. but it's always yeah it's always interesting that when I drill right down to what's truly under that it's never that right people people will do anything to they need to do to get out of a situation like that and it's so interesting when I drill right down to it it's always this fear of maybe I'll be the one person that won't heal maybe I'll be the one person that can't do this. And then they don't even know us and they will say, and I'll let you down. Aww. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, well, I'm, un. there's not even a word, but I'm unlettered down the ball. So you don't have to worry about <laughs> that. <laughs> I'll only ever see the best in you and so will Duncan, but it's, that's that. And I, what I always say to people is you're, there's nothing wrong or defective with you or that thought pattern is a result of that vulnerability vibration that cycle Mm -hmm. you know you can't think you're the bomb and everything's fine i'm gonna heal this right and woohoo and do all these positive manifestations and visualize your uterus flying up if you're in vulnerability you know Mm -hmm. i call that the hollywood law of attraction that that's what i used to try and do i would Mm -hmm. stand when i hated myself i would stand in front of the mirror and say i love you and what does that do to you oh my goodness it makes you feel terrible
1: (laughs) because you don't
2: believe it Right. So, you know, I say I say to people and say to anybody listening today, you know, that is the most normal thing in the world to mm-hmm. feel that. Um, and the easiest way for people to have a little taster of what we do is is to go to our website, which is unshakableyou.com. And we run free masterclasses every single week. So you can hop on them anonymously as well. A lot of people just come on, think, well, these guys about? <laughs> turn their camera off go on mute and you can just listen to the information. you know there will not be a sales pitch at the end there will be nothing. It's just free information um, there's tons of testimonials from people on there talking about what they've experienced in the program. and you can just hop on and then if you're interested, you know people can then that's a great way to know do I want to take this further is is this for me and then it would be an interview process. But also we, we're launching our YouTube channel in um, January. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer that I think a lot of entrepreneurs, and I think I used to suffer from this when I was in that vulnerable insecurity vibration. They're almost sh- they're afraid to put everything they know out there, and I don't believe in that. You know, you can put everything you know. I'm gonna, we're Duncan and I're gonna put every single thing we did to heal me for free on YouTube because there will always be people that will still want the blueprint, the step-by-step quicker approach, you know, to come and heal. It doesn't mean that you, you know, you won't have people who want who want to do your work. So yeah, mm-hmm. look out for our channel in January as well. It'll be called Unshakable You and everything you. will be on there. Tons of free content on, on there
1: That's and processes
2: wonderful. and me with clients on there and all kinds of, kinds of fun stuff. So, okay. so yeah.
1: Wow. Well, thank you for sharing You know all of the knowledge and experiences that you've had for other people to really find their yeah. own healing path. I, I am grateful for that. And thank you for being on our podcast. This was a really important conversation and I think very yeah. unique, but it's something that we should be talking about, especially from someone who has literally gone through it and is on the other side.
2: Yeah. Oh, I appreciate you guys and the work you're doing I listened to a whole bunch of your podcasts before Mm. you invited me on here and Mm. I think you know both of you have created such an incredible vibration you know uh such such a I don't know I got the sense of just authenticity you know compassion caring a free space no judgment you know because you Mm -hmm. have such different guests Mm -hmm. on you know as well and yeah I just think the work you're doing in the world is incredible too so I feel (laughs) extremely appreciative of you guys as well
1: hmm. well good your family i love yeah. that all the way over in the uk <laughs> exactly good absolutely we'll be over for dinner one night you rock up anytime <laughs> we may be at the skate
2: park if you come at like <laughs> two in the morning but you will get.
1: i love <laughs> it that's so cool yeah awesome. Well, thank you, Jenny. We um, will look forward to more conversations with you in the future. And I do hope our listeners will check you out. Again, um, the website is unshakableyou.com. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, write a review if you heard something you liked, even invite others to listen so we can be on this healing journey together. You can check us out on Facebook or go to IamOneVoice.org.